0: (laughs) obviously women of a certain age come to this bar which I think is wonderful and men of a certain age recognize them yep exactly as slow moving elk in the pack (laughs) take them down All right, everybody hey welcome down to another episode of Dive Bar Mitzvah hey it's me your pal Ian and we are on the scene we are taking it to where it counts we are at the Stillwater American Legion Post 48 hold on let me put on my glasses 48, yeah. American Legion Post 48, here yet again in Stillwater, Minnesota. Why would we be in Stillwater, you might want to ask? Well, it's because we're at the home of today's guest, um, and it's going to be weird interviewing him because I literally know everything about him. Everything there is to know about today's guest, I know. And he's the pride of Stillwater, born in 1979. Seven. Seven. Like I said, I know everything about this man, and we're yeah. going to find out even more with him. Um, and he's got, a, he's got a show coming up down here in Stillwater that you're going to want to make the drive for. It is April 22nd. 15th. 15th.
1: You made the poster.
0: Yeah, uh, 15th. Writing that down right there. April 15th. If you come down on the 22nd, it's going to be a week too late.
1: Yeah, listen to the, those who remember a week later.
0: Yeah. But, um, I'll be in Duluth that week. But, well, and it's going to be great because <laughs> he's actually going to have the mayor there, um, the mayor of Stillwater, not, you know. Ted Kozlowski. Yeah, who uh, he went to high school with. Well, anyway, we'll get Same to all this class. in a second, but he's going to be there, and it's going to actually make it your day. You're going to have your day ordained. But this is the introduction. Now it's time to meet him. Ladies and gentlemen, your friend and mine, uh, comedian extraordinaire, host of the Wednesday night comedy at Grumpy's The Death Comedy Jam all these years. My friend and yours, Mr. Chris Maddock. Hi. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh,
1: w- am I Sorry, supposed I to was talk drinking. Now? I was figuring. Am I supposed I, to
0: talk? now? I just talked about you for like three minutes. I was hoping that you could carry the ball while I could take a sip of PBR. But no. Yeah.
1: Well, I can. Um, yeah, we got a show uh, show's coming up. Uh, this is the second annual Chris Maddock Day. Uh, Ted, uh, who I graduated with, is the mayor. Ted Kozlowski is a fantastic dude. Worked for Google, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, um, as the show was coming up last year, I s- texted him and I said, "Hey, since you're the mayor, <laughs> why don't you uh, declare it uh, Chris Maddock Day?" Because I know I know people can do that because my, my grandpa was uh, George Red Maddock, local jazz drummer. Yeah. And uh, and national I knew that. national act. He played with uh, uh, the Bird, Charlie Parker. And, but he wow. also, the last nine years of his life, he was the drummer for uh, the Butch Thompson trio, and they were on the Prairie Home Companion. And uh, uh, they, uh, shortly before my grandpa died, they made, uh, uh, Governor Rudy Perpich, back in 1986, came out and he declared that uh, every May 17th, in Minnesota, is officially recognized as Red Maddox, is that day. so? Yeah, that's no, so cool. And that was what gave me the idea.
0: My and well, uh, fuck you. I think the Maddox kind of have a run are running a goddamn racket here. Well, this is just Stillwater. He's There's got never this, been a Rams day anywhere, and your family now has an annual statewide. Now you're taking over Stillwater one day a year. I call I call part cronyism.
1: Well, I I have to agree with you a little bit because I just. <laughs> I just texted him to do it and then he didn't get back to me right away and I totally well, he's mayor. Yeah, I, I mean, totally he has got better things to do than I deal t- with you Well and then I capitulate I felt so guilty I was like hey I know I know it's, this isn't your personal playground man I'm sorry and then he got back to me after that like that is exactly what this job is for like let's do it and uh, so uh, he he actually do 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 did it
0: Just going along with the song
1: I'm sorry
0: and I saw her, her face. face. And now I'm, I'm a believer.
1: believer.
0: Oh, yeah. Justin
1: a- Timberlake. Or wait, I mean Justin Bieber. Madu. All right, anyway. So, it's second annual Chris Maddock Day. On uh, uh, April 15th, we're going to have uh, Isaac Whitty, Nate Hampshire, Colleen Doyle Justice, and uh, a Stillwater... History trivia show Are You Smarter Than the Mayor Which will include not just the mayor But uh, Miles who does the uh, Trolley tours And he's a hilarious dude He was in the uh, first Gulf War
0: <laughs> That sounds, he and sounds de- Like a laugh laugh riot right And there.
1: depending on when you're listening to this As of now we've had two Gulf Wars <laughs> But uh, you know if, if there's some sort of posterity going on, maybe it's 100 years from now. Just so you know, at this point, there's only been two Gulf Wars.
0: We're expecting more. You know, I haven't even asked you a question yet, right? What? We haven't even, we haven't, we haven't, we even started. I haven't even asked Was a that a question? Students, you're running at it, and that's good. Um, now, but let's take a step back here. Let's, well, it's because um, you
1: keep looking around like you're bored.
0: No, I'm just taking it, <laughs> I'm not as comfortable here as you are. You obviously know people here. Uh, not necessarily right here at the American Legion Post sure. Forty Eight. Yeah. but you know, I know you. This is your hometown. I, yeah. I, I walk in. As, I feel really comfortable around all these white people. As a good-haired outsider, and I usually feel like I'm a mark at that point. Let alone when I have my fancy podcasting material with right. me, my my uh, my equipment's You look nice. Thank you. I feel nice. I'm feeling good. I've been trying to fix my hair. Anyway, go ahead. No, but yeah, and what's because I don't think you have enough shit in it. Yeah, I, I like the salt water. So, what's wrong? With, how would you describe what's wrong with your hair? Well, it's too flat right now.
1: You're right; it doesn't have the right product. Um, I'm trying to grow it out again. I would like to have long,
0: like metal dude hair, flowing locks, like Samson.
1: Yeah, whatever. Whatever it turns out to. Do. Honestly, at that point, I'm cool with whatever happens, as long as it's long, long, long. But uh, I accidentally cut it off last time I tried. I went for a year and a half with no haircut. And uh, there you go, people, the question you've been wa- waiting to have answered about my hair. But anyway. What's your thi- plan of attack on this? Well, I'm going to try to look as good as possible during the awkward phases. Uh, and, but I'm, I'm really bummed because I finally, as most of you know, that it's so hard to find a great hair, hairstylist, hair cutter, barber, who isn't you know isn't weird and I, I finally found it in this uh woman named april and you know i don't know what to call because i don't want to say girls because there's a movement now to not say call women girls when they're adults and i, I and i agree with that like if they don't want to be called girls but i feel weird saying woman when you know she's nine years younger than yeah, me yeah, yeah. and uh so i just want to say chick or whatever but uh Tits. anyway yeah, yeah, just like a real nice set of brains. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's got these beautiful blue eyes. No. Yeah. But uh, she's the best. Her name is April, and she's moving to Tampa. But she's just like, you know, those Wisconsin chicks that are just like, you know, you, those Wisconsin chicks that are just kind of trashy, but they're just <laughs> those beautiful, they, they're really good friends with their moms. Because yeah. they're young, their mom had them when they're 19. Of course. And they're great yeah. friends. And they just have these, uh, they're just, you know, they just, uh, she's so bubbly and she's toxic. She's the best haircutter in the history of time. And I fucking, I can't imagine my life without her. She's gone. So I'm going to only grow my hair out. That's my plan of attack. And in the meantime. You're thinking but,
0: dreads? I think you could do dreads. No. No white person can do dreads. No. Have you ever seen a white person pull off dreads? I had a girlfriend that I liked, and she had
1: dreads. I could
0: not date someone with dreads.
1: I well, I, I was younger. Were they real dreads, or like the yeah, like, no, no, well, they, they were real, Safari and like they were. But it was, you know, they were like different sizes. That whole thing, like they, you could tell it was you just could like
0: you. Could, it was like a, like a ring chart. You could no, see you, which which dreads? She they didn't.
1: Were. It wasn't. You, you can tell like the ones that like twisted them up and made them yeah. all the same size. No, this was like she had a big fat one in the back.
0: And I have nothing against people with dreads, but I don't know if I could. Spoon with somebody no, while sleeping, no, that, with a face full of dreads. Right, and
1: some of them are different because I've, I've actually, uh, banged a few chicks with dreads. But like the the you know spo- with all
0: in the annals of chicks that I've banged, there is a subtractor of chicks with dreads. Yeah, well, <laughs> and and the, the, but, but the girl the girl group.
1: I lived with, uh, she she was, um, you know, dynamite physically, and uh, you know she, you know, and I deserved it. You know what I mean? Like I. I'm a really handsome guy No um, But No She she had a It's making everything bounce Oh sorry Yeah Um, She had a She said dreads I don't know what to say It was I was into it at the time I'm not into it anymore I've actually I really did outgrow it But She had like Platinum blonde dyed dreads And I was just I can see that I I can see that I was into it Late 90s
0: Early 2000s For sure man Yeah Yeah I mean I can see that then Yeah
1: Plus, she owned her own house. No, oh, wow. You know, when you're 23, yeah, and she's 28 and she owns her own house. It's That's like, pretty boss. Yeah, it's like I'm leaving. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's Chris Maddock to April 15th. We're gonna have a lot of comedy. We're gonna have some uh, other comics, and we're gonna do the quiz, the Stillwater Quiz oh, you're Show. Just pitching
0: now. You're not even. We're not even talking. You're just pitching at me. I. You brought it up. I'm not and good and at a, pitching so that... You're, you're, it was, you're being fake with me, Chris, after I've known you for all oh, these years. come on. You come on my podcast, and all you're doing is giving me the commercial. No. I was going to ask you all these questions. Why do you have to make me look bad in no, front of all of my internet friends? No, no, friends? no, no. I promise you the reason
1: is because I'm so bad at it. And I'm intimidated, honestly, because... Should I start over? No. No, we shouldn't start over. I, I'm intimidated because... He, listen, I've had some traumatic experiences uh, doing... And it's not your fault. It's just, I've had, tra- I've had traumatic experiences working with you in the past. Really? Yeah. What,
0: what What has happened that was traumatic? Well, because
1: I because, you get you, you got it so far ahead of like the, the, doing this kind of stuff. You get what's going on, and I, I didn't in the past.
0: What do you mean? Like what? Like, like well, give me okay, an example. okay. This is a. I have a really good example. Uh, and let's let's backdate a little bit. Um, you're talking about drinking with Ian, yeah? My yeah. television show that you were um, one of the main parts of for yes, a long time. And thank you, yes. And uh, we could have from episode one on. We could not have done it without you. Yeah, you were <laughs> in the first episode. I,
1: I, I can. I say you could have done it without me. I appreciate that you didn't do it without me. And I, I well, we could have done it without you. It just would have sucked. I, I feel like I contributed some good stuff. You did very much so. But, so there, I, I have like uh, almost everyone else insecurities and so here's here's one of them is that here okay one time uh we were at grumpy's northeast doing a sort of a live episode oh, yeah, yeah. and we were supposed to do uh, there
0: there had been a time before this was the uh, live unveiling of the biggest bastard in minnesota yeah. We're going to give away a station wagon full of beer. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to do it live on television. Yeah, but let me say this first. And it was going to be great. We're doing it in Grumpy's Northeast. We yeah. had this all planned out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But we also didn't know how long it was going to take, so we got an hour's worth of uh, airtime for a half hour's worth of entertainment, which is usually the math on my stuff. Like, half of it will be entertaining. Sorry. No, go so, on.
1: So, so there had been, there'd been oh? something ha- happened before. Uh, you know within the past six months probably that it was like that was when you were supposed to plug the show like you didn't pick up on the cue Madoc me Chris Madu and it was like you know and I was I was like and I still am but I, I, back then I was really green about all this stuff like I was doing stand up but I was really s- stupid about like all this like when to do stuff and, and, and I get it's like people know that like it's like when you get nervous, your brain just shuts down and that's it. Like yeah, and, and it's like so that had happened before where I was just like I'd f i would I had fucked up my cue to like promote. Well, my own what show. what was it supposed to be? So well, you so, it was supposed to be Bill you
0: and Bill Young?
1: So no no now now, okay, whatever. now jump ahead to what we were talking about at, at Northeast. Oh Grumpy's yeah, 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 yeah. and you came over and it was what we had talked we had, about yeah, because that I was were supposed to, to do. Out how to fill the last I was half supposed hour. to do my mustache rhymes, and you looked at me and gave me this look like, "Do it." <laughs> and what I had done from like my earlier fucking post-traumatic stress disorder trauma from the you know. And you're saying
0: that it was just that I gave you a look that gave you this. No, you gave me
1: no. You gave me a look. You had no way of knowing this. You gave me a look that said. Do the mustache rhymes, like do the do the comedy bit that you're supposed to do. That we had agreed do. upon and I, discussed and thought it would be a good my, idea. Because of my insecurity and my trauma, I went. I have a show coming up at, <laughs> and it's hilarious, right? And you were like, "What the fuck was that, idiot?" We had, to,
0: yeah, You remember that now, right? Or oh, I, maybe, I remember yeah. it when we started talking. I just thought we would tell the story as part of a podcast that we're recording.
1: I just did. I thought. Yeah, you did. You did good. Yeah. you did good. Keep so, going. Keep going. God, no, it's happening again. So, so I yeah. So anyway, I got a show here April fifteenth. Right, exactly. So now I'm doing it again. I'm
0: just fucking up. You're not fucking up. How could you? How could you be so? You've been doing that. How long have you been doing comedy, Chris? Fourteen years. And you're still, and you seem. Intimidated by the concept that you're being interviewed right now. Is that possible? No, no, I'm I'm really not. But okay. but like Because you're good. I want to tell you right now, Chris, you. you are worthy. You are worthy. I feel worthy. I thank you for saying that, but I, I do I bought your beer, but not your whiskey. I mean, because you know, keep working. But you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, you bought my beer because that'll help. To, like, the whiskey
0: won't. We're listening to like protest songs in an American Legion. Hey, How man. is that possible? Anyway
1: because Michelle Bachman's not here yet. Yep. But no, I I'm not nervous right now. I'm just saying like I feel like that came from somewhere. I was just like, "Well, I you know, I have a, I have a teeny little bit of residual like ah, uh, cuz you were you, you, you Listen, I'm not going to say you have a knack
0: <laughs>
1: for Thank you. Uh, you do though. You, I mean, you're a very good interviewer, but I will say that you got like way better as time went on. I'm a shit
0: interviewer. In this in this interview right now. Well, that's not a good thing to say. But, highlighting some of my, my shortcomings.
1: But, um, is that y- you and other people like Ollie Stench who was also on Drinking with the Inn and stuff like that? Jesus, i going to get that motherfucker. You guys. Lozenge. I've never been good at anything. I've never been good at anything immediately. Okay. I'm a person that can get good at things.
0: And I think and that's true and actually in a quick side note you can uh, let, me, let me let me interject here I met you when you're uh just the waiter at, at grumpy's you know and this is if you started 15 years ago this would have been 16 years ago sure and um and I, I knew you and I'm just in like I didn't know anything about comedy at the time I was just kind of like you know I was as green as anybody but like oh he's starting the open mic then I'm like really is he a, and he's a comedian And he's like well then they're like it's yeah, sort of and when I remember when I first saw you I'm like ah, like, I mean, I don't, it's weird that he's up there doing that because you know, eh, it's not that good. I come back six months later, seriously, six months and you had it down. Right on. I mean, I'm sure you would look back and think it was green, but I mean, sure. The, I watched by accident, a real metamorphosis of somebody who was just kind of feeling his way around in the dark. Yeah. to really having it, having, as you might say, a knack for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, it was actually really cool. And I've brought this up to other people. Like, you know, like talking about like you know things you know how somebody just magically you know works at it gets it down and then actually presents and you hear right. about that happening but you don't actually see it happening very often and I saw that happen with you and then you got good and in the years since you've gotten great, thanks, thanks man. Well, um, yeah, and, and but like
1: when we were I was when you're talking about being green that's I was really green at all this kind of stuff and I was you know. I think I, think I, I had, a, it was partially um, val- valid, but partially was just in my own head for sure that just, I was like, you had more of a knack for just like, like I could have never interviewed uh, Pat Dwyer and made funny jokes and you, you okay. understood like the dynamic of stuff. I was just a, more of an idiot. And so uh, that's the excuse why I just plugged my show instead of letting you do your job. Now let's let's do a podcast. Now yeah, let's talk about this,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Welcome down to Dive Bar Mitzvah. Hey, it's me, your pal. That's Ian. what you call this thing. Yeah, uh, we are here today on a special occasion. Should I really start again? Nah, I won't do it. No, we're not starting now. What that... are your thoughts on Stillwater, Minnesota, your hometown? This is where you were born, right? Or can you be born in Stillwater? Is there a hospital here?
1: <laughs> no, I was not born here. I was born in Stockton, California. No shit. Yeah,
0: that sounds really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that seems like you know. Motor like your like your dad was you know probably you know in a in like on the Bonneville Flats or something driving like a fifty three Porsche and like Actually, all a, sorts of records. We had a Pontiac Bonneville. I, I knew that I felt Bonneville off of you. Yeah. You were born in Stockton. Born then in you, Stockton, then California. You came
1: to Stillwater. I somewhere. was the, uh, the way youngest. I have a sister. I had three sisters that were. Uh, uh, 13, 12, and ten years young, uh, older than me. Wow. And then, um, then they had me, and then we moved to Minnesota. Now you and we, say
0: had? Why do you say
1: you had? Si- I have two sisters now, uh, and I still have a third sibling, but sh- my, uh, he's a man now. Great. My my middle sister had a sex change and turned into my
0: brother. Do you get better? Do you get along better with your sister now, or your brother, or the when he was your my, sister, or when she was your brother? So, well, we we were always got along great.
1: Uh, and that but continues on. It continues on, but my... Uh, um, my I had sit- a friend
0: who got a sex change and they turned into a jerk.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, my my brother um, during his... Before, before the sex change um, was a uh, you know, a, a, a rebel as a kid and then um, uh, super bad into booze and Eventually crack, and that kind of stuff, and just really bad into like because he didn't want to like uh, hurt anybody by doing this very intense thing, and then finally I think it came close to death, uh. and was like and then just did it and and had the sex change, had the top surgery which is wow. removing the breasts and then uh, and just did it and then and then got and like at the exact same time got sober. Yeah. And has been sober ever since. So that that went went from uh, went from trading his car for five hundred dollars worth of crack cocaine, trading his car for five hundred dollars yep. of crack, to now owns a house, has a wife and a dog. Wow! And uh, uh, has just graduated college and as uh, and is you know what I mean? Is it like, hard to
0: support a sibling going through that? Not to say that you shouldn't be supportive, but I mean coming from it from the other side i mean you have to be worried this might be a huge mistake
1: well i was i had no
0: no doubts that that it was the right thing to do because really because, be- you'd see because, because you had seen the alternate know. you'd seen the alternate behavior and thought it wasn't about it was well, he was drinking himself into some sort of crazy town and that's the reason there was why. definitely that but it was, it was it wasn't like at least it's
1: better than that it was no this is who this yeah this yeah, is yeah. who he is it's always been that when uh and this is interesting Can you do that I felt it, yeah, and okay. uh, when, when uh, my parents, this was always a story in my house. When my parents were, um, you know, they they measure the kids in the basement and put the pe- yeah, pencil marks. Uh, write your name next year to You know, Jennifer wrote Jennifer, Sandra wrote Sandra, and Lynn wrote Roger, as at five years wow. old, it, like the like, just learned to write. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like my name's Roger, and they always made fun of her for it. And I don't think they meant anything by it, but it was just of like, hey, hey, Roger, you know, it's like, just, they're, just, they're ignorant yeah, about... Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: in here, it's a five-year-old kid doing something weird, and kids do weird things. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, to just... You, you know, don't necessarily think
1: that's when, when it's When it's, you know, when she's 14 and refusing to wear makeup, like yeah. you're Damien from The Exorcist going to church, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's so funny, too, my you know, it, but my parents being Catholic and, you know, going from, like... Oh my god.
0: Like who does this?
1: Yeah. To being like uh Linus is coming over.
0: Wow,
1: yeah. yeah. So it's a beautiful thing. You know.
0: And didn't pick Roger. I guess you know, you don't right. want to pick this you don't right. want to pick it when you're for in your five. That's <laughs> not the time to do That's that. It's a good question. I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah. Whatever um. happened to Roger? Maybe Roger was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um But Chicken well. butt. No, it all went well.
1: Yeah, all oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's great. I mean, with that, you know, with, with that, you know, and the most important thing. And I've was, never met your brother. I've never met
0: any of your family. How have I known you all these years? Are you trying to hide me from them? Are you ashamed of me? No, <laughs> Ian. I'm not. Not anymore. <laughs> um, you know, the show's over. Yeah, exactly.
1: Fuck it. Um, now they're just older, but you know, they just never. Uh, they they don't really come around. Well, my, you know what? My sister and her husband and their three—well, they're all her. She has three adult kids. They're all out
0: of the house, but uh, she lives out in Inver Grove Heights. We can go out there. We can pop by after this. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Igh. Yeah. Talk to me about the uh, Death Comedy Jam at uh, Grumpy's on Wednesdays. Uh, you started this 12 years ago. 12
1: and a half. It's an epic story. Uh, I was um, working at Grumpy's yep. at, and uh, I was waiting tables, bar backing. And I had done a few sets over the last maybe year and a half, between 2000 and 2002, just a handful of sets, just for fun. Didn't really think I was going to do anything more than that, until the bar asked me to uh, ho- if I'd like to host an open mic. Which
0: is ballsy of them, but I mean, they're kind of new at that point, and they, you know, because now right. the City Club at Grumpy's downtown... There's constantly something going on every day. Yeah. It's like it's 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 programmed like a goddamn television channel. There's always something happening, right? But this is back in the day, and Wednesdays were open, and they're like, well, what? How can we get people in here drinking? Comedians, they will hang out and drink anywhere where there's a possibility that they that their is, ego can be sated. And who can we ask to host this? And they got you, which was great. Um, now
1: that is how that we, is the reason that I've kept the job. Uh, you know, through all the down times is because there are so many comedians that sign up.
0: Now, you have, ex- explain to me if you can, and this is a bit esoteric, but how has this affected your comedy? Because would you be as good as you are now? And by the way, he has an album up on stand-up records called Point of Entry. It came out a couple years ago. Hard at work on another one. Um, and the CD also comes with a DVD special, which yes. I edited. Um I don't, yep. know why, I don't know why I said that I plugged myself like I'm gonna yeah anyway April uh, 15th no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you uh, how how responsible is the open mic night for uh, helping you be, be as good as you are in front of an audience
1: I don't know that I can stress enough really it, it made me and I've sent Tom Hazelmeyer that very thing in a in a moment of uh, at least once I think twice I have I'm like dude uh, it, it, first of all what i've never ha- i never had such an easy job they were going to pay me money yeah, yeah. to host this open mic so there you go who, who, what kind of idiot would i be to turn that down but then i thought well i have to do comedy every week i better Cause start cuz were you
0: taking comedy seriously before you not, started i was okay.
1: not i was not even though i love to do it and i really you know who doesn't just,
0: love to do it baby am i say, right and yeah then, and this is
1: the other thing is like i would like to point out that like like y- you You wouldn't have not taken, you would have not had the attitude that I had where it was just like, I really sort of thought I was taking comedy seriously, Mm -hmm. but I definitely wasn't. And uh, they they gave me, they gave me that show and I really was like, okay, well, what a great excuse to write, to have to write. And, you know, I really tried to do something different every single week. Really long time. Yeah,
0: because you were doing, like, you had weather reports by Tommy Ryman. And you'd open up we, the curtain. We, you guys really was, went way overboard on what a normal open mic would be. Sure, sure. Usually, that, I mean, and especially honestly, now, it's just kind of like, you know, a lot of times you have a jerk. You have a room that isn't being profitable. And, you know, yeah. whoever's unlucky enough to show up. But you guys programmed this. You did it.
1: Well, yeah, that was thanks to Pat and Wayne that we, yeah. we actually got that stuff done. But to go back to your original question, to, uh, just... Just to to have that, uh, Derek Hughes was a comic who uh, and a really great magician, and he was he happened to be there when that happened for me, and I was out at a different open mic at the Brave New Workshop at the old space, and he told me that that is going to pay off in spades for you. Really? And I thought that sounded racist, but I looked <laughs> it up. Yeah, it, it turns, turns out, out yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different meanings. Anyway, uh, but uh, it, it really has. And here's the thing with with like, because it's an open mic and it's a small room. And I've played up the fact that it's a bad room. Mm-hmm. I've played that up
0: huge because when it's bad, it's really bad. Well, you've called it in on the in the press when yeah, you were yeah, talked yeah. to by reporters. Yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. room in Minneapolis. Well,
1: no, I when Tom. Ta- Tom Rhodes, in the first year, did I think did I, a, I was actually there with Tom Rhodes that Tom, night. Tom Rhodes did that room, and look up Tom Rhodes if you don't know it, but I used to watch him on Short Attention Span Theater when yeah. I was 14 years old. I mean, the fact that this guy is in my room is crazy, and he did the room. And then I was out in San Francisco uh, when I was uh, having Celebrating a— Celebrating your freedom? No, I was having yeah, yeah, pre-honeymoon before I got married in Vegas. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Live yeah. it up and it up in San Fran, yeah yeah, 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 a little,
1: yeah, yeah, a little Castro Street. I had my bachelor party with my wife, but anyway,
0: uh, oddly enough, I had my bachelor party with your wife. <laughs> too. There,
1: we went to the Throckmorton Theater, which is this beautiful theater in Mill Valley that Charlie Chaplin used to perform at, and they have this comedy shows. Dude, Mark Pitta runs it, and uh, Mark, and and here is the headliner, Tom Rhodes, and so I got to go with my sister and my uncle, who I, I mean, I, I, I you know. Totally just short of it, uh, you know, I admire my uncle. I, I you know, and uh, he's a, he's an artist and it's he always was have really believed in me. And I was like, I know this guy, no Tom Rhodes. <laughs> and I went over there and he was like, hey, man, he totally remembered me. Really? Oh, really that's great. Cool. And then he said, I go, hey, yeah, I run uh, you know that room Grumpies, And it'd be great if you ever want to come back and bring in front of my family. And he goes, he goes Grumpies. I go, yeah, that. That long room in the side of that bar, he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, hell, yeah, I'll do that room.
0: That's the worst room in the country. (laughs) Like in front of
1: my whole family. I'm like, oh, man, thanks.
0: If you don't know who Tom Rhodes is, that is how he talks.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I was uh, really proud. (laughs) I was proud of that because it is a hard room, and I call it Grumpy's Death Comedy Jam. Where old comics come to die, and new comics come to quit, yeah. <laughs> and good comics come to visit.
0: And that is actually, I mean, that is honestly one of the best rundowns. I mean, if you had to have a motto, that could not be any more true. It's it's accurate, and uh, but it's
1: also like like the, the new guys come up and they, they try to tell they tell their joke and they go ah ah, ah. <laughs> like that we you know there's the punchline and no one laughs and they
0: fuck this shit. Why do you think it is so hard there? It's just—it's not. Is it the a, way you have it set up where is you just everybody's got to be a dick?
1: It's not as hard as I make it. I've made it seem over. The I've years.
0: hosted there for years doing a fifty-dollar pyramid. Yeah. Now you can see me on Tuesdays doing. Tri- fucking Christ! Why does the devil went down to Georgia have <laughs> to be like twice as loud <laughs> every as time?
1: Else? Just tell Fuck louder, me right?
0: in the face. What? Um. No, but I hosted uh, a fifty-dollar pyramid there. As I was saying, now I host triviasco every tuesday at clubhouse jaeger at eight o'clock be there i'll give you a dive bar mitzvah shirt um but i mean and no matter what it's a nightmare of a room hosting 50 dollars pyramid there Like i had hosted at jaeger on mondays for years and then when we hopped over there on thursdays i was just like kabam like you know i'm gonna finally go because you know jaeger is a little bit off the beaten path nobody really goes there with there at the time and they sure as hell weren't gonna go there on a monday for me to bring my show to grumpy's on a thursday it was like redemption it was like no you know it had been dying on mondays here but that's because they didn't get you now we're gonna bring you to grumpy's on a thursday and you now will shine ian finally all these years of hard work will pay off and you will be recognized as the genius you are and get the (laughs) attention you so richly deserve Yeah, yeah. could not be further from the fucking (laughs) truth Honestly, and it's like being in an unpopular fucking aquarium. You know, yeah. you just have those windows there, looking in on the rest of everybody, friends of yours, sitting over there at the bar, watching yeah. fucking hockey. Right. Like, why can't you come over here and support me so I don't get fired? You, I've lost friends. Right. I have lost fucking friends. I believe it. Of why dicks wouldn't you? That I knew were just hanging out fifteen feet away, and it's yeah. dumb. They don't owe me shit. They should not have to come over there. But it's nothing's worse. It's like. The episode of The Simpsons when the Leftorium's about to close every week when you're hosting an unpopular event like please come to my shit yeah, yeah. and no one never I mean and I had I had some regulars it was great but it's a it's a death room it's not easy
1: yeah oh yeah it,
0: it, when it's bad it's bad
1: but it's I I've definitely played up the badness of it and you know perpetuated it by doing that but it. it you know, this last year especially, I did sort of go through a thing where I was just like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. And, and after that happened, I it's been the funnest year I've ever had there. It really?
0: Was, Why because, is
1: that? Because I decided to have fun. I decided Good.
0: to. I've actualized the vision now. And I'll and I'm, the actual, I'm, I'm not, you know, that's
1: such it. a cheese ball answer. If I, you know. Uh, I put. I've decided to put on everyone that signs up. Okay.
0: No matter what. And you that start is, by that ten fourteen every week. Yes,
1: I do. But that's that's uh, like like if the, I've had I've had thirty eight people sign up and I yeah. put them all on. It's the most open mic in town. But it's like, when I'll put you on is up to question. But I will I will put you on. And, you know, because I, I used to do all these rules. It's like, you know, we have to keep it to 20 and all this stuff. It's like that.
0: It, keep it I, to 20? You're letting people 20, do 20 minutes? No, no, oh, no. 20, 20 people. 20 yeah, people. Yeah. And it's like,
1: it, it, it ended up being like, like, I'm trying to make it this thing that it's not. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, when I finally figured out, like, no, this is Grumpy's. It's an openest of open mics. Everyone's gonna go on, and that that has made me so happy. As I, I've been having so much fun doing it, for real. That I, like I've I've actually been funny most of the night. I feel like yeah. even if it's just corny, you no, know, you it, do
0: great. I mean, I was there last week. But it or, the,
1: and just to to maybe hopefully answer your original question is that it's like it has helped me be a host. Like on the level of maybe not yeah. quite, but g- you know how Gus was like. Gus really, Gus Lynch took it to heart that he he was a good host and he knew it. Yeah. And it was like, and I get that. I'm like, I'm a good host too, and I want to be a good host, and this has helped me infinitely. So really? Yeah. Long answer. Sorry. <laughs>
0: But yeah. What is the most miraculous thing you've seen there? How many comedians do you think you've seen, or how many sets do you think you've seen in the in the twelve years you've been there? I don't know that. But math. what what sticks out as just a little bit of magic that accidentally happened? Have you seen bad comics do twenty times better than they should have, right. or have you just seen good comics do twenty times worse than they should have?
1: Well, you know, we've had a lot of the more famous
0: people come. Yeah, out who all have you had? Let's let's get some of the greatest. Yeah, picks. yeah. Uh,
1: Andy Kindler. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Berry. Yep. Maria Bamford multiple times. I know I was there when Gaffigan was there. Maria Bamford multiple times. Uh, Todd Glass multiple times. Yep. Uh, um, Doug Stanhope. Yep. Paul F. Tompkins. Andy Andrist.
0: Uh, oh, Andy Andrist. I love Andy. I wish Andy was Andy, 50 times more famous than he was. He's... A beautiful human being and Yeah I, And you should Google I have, him and I have stories album.
1: about him That's a whole other podcast We all do Yeah And
0: that's the thing it's it's Everybody him. who's met him Has stories he's, about him He's a beautiful human being You know what eyes. I hope to have Andy On my fucking podcast He put somewhere. a
1: blanket over me One night Aww. And I love him Uh Uh Who else Uh Just lots and lots Of great comics You know Dwight Slade And, and just Just Great comics And uh um, so there's been a lot of things. I, I, I got a concussion last year because a dude punched me in the side of the head, and he's the what? dude was about six foot seven. What now? Uh, uh, and that's not the first time I've been punched there. Uh, there was a, a really big guy that came down. Wait he a was, second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Back up. So back up. Back up. Because it's own. You got hit by a comic.
0: Yeah. Like I mean, but not in a joking fashion, if you had a concussion, I imagine. No, I,
1: no, I, my, uh, I didn't know this. I oh, honestly oh, I, I'd never I'd, so, I have not heard so, this. So uh, yeah, uh, about a year well, it might be two years ago now. Anyway, uh, so this this guy so this guy um shows up and he's being a real he's sitting in the front and he's got a notebook. That means you're a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's heckling all the comics. He's by himself in this booth, and he's been a huge dick. So I, and I'm the host, so I go up in between everybody. And we start having it out in between all the, you know, I'm like... Yeah. And I go, you know, at first it was like, fuck you, get out. And then I was like, hey, wait a second. You've got a, you've got a notebook. You're a comic. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think's going to happen
0: to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then, and then and, you know, and... It was a, I was having a good night and by that I mean I was not in his face. I was like, "Hey, at first, listen. Maybe you're just drunk. Maybe yeah, it's yeah, your yeah. first time." I don't know why. Well, what. the last
0: thing you want to do as a host, as I've been hosting for many years too, you don't want to. You don't want to blow the scene. You don't want to be a dick when you don't have to be. And as a host, I'm always the first one to be a dick because I just imagine things are going worse than they actually are, and then I fuck it up, and then I end up, you know, scaring people off. Right. So I always then I go the opposite direction and just wait until things are absolutely trash, and then hop in. Yeah. But the la- thats like the l- last position somebody wants to be in when they're in your position.
1: Right. Yeah. So he's just sitting in the booth and he's heckling everyone.
0: He's sitting in the booth and he's heckling everyone and
1: uh so at you know at some point I just have to tell him like what do you, you know Fuck I'm gonna, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. tell you that you are not going to get through your set yeah yeah and it, it but re-
0: had he signed up yes
1: and and at one point he had uh left his booth, and there was other comedians. Or there was other uh, some audience members that come in and they were looking for a place to sit. Yeah. And there was, you know, he didn't have. If a comedian comes in and they have friends with them, they are welcome to sit anywhere they would like. Yeah, yeah. If they're by themselves and they're sitting in the don't front, don't take booth. up a foretop. Yeah. That's <laughs> so a, that's a. So he true. left, and his notebook was there.
0: And I said, <laughs> "Did you do his material for him? No, Please no, you what you did. no."
1: Shit. No, but uh, what I did was I took his notebook and I just put it off to the side like I do for anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he found out when he came back in the room after pissing or whatever. He came back and found me, and he faked rushed me like he got in my he got in my face like, and it was weird. And it was intense, and I was like, all right, well, whatever. And I should have gotten like the you know the manager or whatever, but yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Like, so. I kept warning, still, yeah, and then you know, two more, and uh, here comes old D bag. So then, we have the uh, the the controls for the music in the back. We have the controls for the light, and we the, you know, so we had, I had a guitar. I had someone else play the guitar, and I go when he gets up, let's really give it to him. I feel like he's expecting it. Yeah. So he gets on stage, and I start railing on the guitar, The lights are going off and on, off and on, off and on. They're doing the music, round, 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 round. And he starts doing his jokes. And we all just keep going, yeah, 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 whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. And and finally, he wouldn't get off the stage after a while. Yeah. We, we had stopped and we let him go and he just wouldn't get off the stage. So I walked up, I go, hey man. I really was just like, okay, okay, give me the mic. And out of nowhere, he crushes me in the side of the skull with a mic in his hand. No shit. Dude's like six foot seven. Well, in the side of the head. And I stand there stunned. And then he throws a chair at me. Or no, he threw the, uh, how the fuck did I not hear about this? I thought I was plugged in in this town. He threw his chair at me, sort of hit me in the legs. And I just stand there. I'm going, and he's screaming like, the fuck you
0: fucking asshole. You fucking do that to me. And so, and, and if you've never been in a bad position in the first place by getting slugged by somebody out of nowhere, I would assume slightly ahead of that, is to have a a large part of the the Minneapolis comedy scene looking at you, and you're looking at them going, back up, guys, because this is not necessarily the army you want.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, we ended up, and you know, I was just stunned. They asked me if I wanted to have the cops called. I went, uh, no, and we let them go. And then I ended up filing charges against him. Really? Oh, it took forever because they said the biggest hurdle I had to climb was, why didn't you press charges that night? I I like, got
0: hit in the fucking head, yeah.
1: But the next day, what happened was the next day I went to my job and I was waiting tables for lunch at the local. And I was standing at a table. And I came to when I had collapsed face first. Not face first, but I caught myself, but I like, I really fell onto their table Jesus. and looked at it, but yeah, was yeah. Like, and it was just green. And my, my pupils were two different sizes. And, and uh, yeah, so I went. He really gave me a real, for real concussion. And uh, How
0: much do you get paid to do the open mic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about all of it combined if we're going to talk about yeah, yeah, this story. Yeah, that's
0: probably a good point, yeah. yeah.
1: <coughs> 700 bucks. No, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Man. Yeah,
1: it was brutal. Whatever, I
0: mean, should I ask about closure on this story, whatever happened after that?
1: Well, no, actually, we're, you can ask me the next time I come on because uh, he's, he's still never paid anything, and so now I... we're Never just, paid anything?
0: Like, there's a, a judgment against him? He's supposed to be paying me money. Really? He's okay. supposed to be paying
1: me for my doctor. And money. we
0: can't mention his name because there's probably some sort of legal reason why? I don't know. All right, well, then we won't anyway, but... Isaac Whitty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can all say who it's not and make him sound guilty. Yeah, yeah But yeah. Uh, uh, so
0: it's not Isaac Whitty. But
1: yeah, no. My next step is we actually to call and make them take money out of his bank
0: account. I never really thought that to go, Mike would be that could have that level of danger. Yeah, that's not the only time I've been punched in my open mic. But I assume that was the best punch you got. I mean, I would imagine. I mean, that's He connected horrible. on that one. The yeah, other one yeah. was that hurt too, though. But it, well, let's know, talk about the what, what was the other punch notable? Uh, the other happened? the other
1: one was a guy who's sitting in the he's sitting in the second booth, and he's on his laptop. And after you know, I just went up like multiple times and said, "Hey," I go, "Hey," and I. I mean, this is literally the way I talk to people yeah. when during the situation. I do it when I'm bartending, and I do it when I'm doing this. I go, I go, hey, man, how's it going? Awesome. Cool. Uh, I really appreciate you coming down. Everyone does. and uh, But we would just really appreciate it if you weren't on your computer. All the fucking time. During the show. Yeah. But if you want to go out there into the uh, uh, in the bar, you can. But just, like, since people are trying out their stuff, it's and that, that's how I talk to people when I... Yeah, yeah. And I really, truly believe that that should be enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: He wouldn't stop. And so we just were all making fun of him. And then he starts doing this And he thing. wasn't watching the comedy. He was just
0: dicking around
1: on he his computer. He was doing there? both. He was being an oh. asshole. Uh. So whatever. Hey, you know, nothing really great happened from that except for... Well, he, oh, he oh, except you. for... Oh, no. Actually, I know what happened during that... Something really weird did happen. He he ended up pushing me, and uh, we all we had to physically kick him out. And then uh, I got an email a few days later well, from an anonymous gear. person who said that they were at the show, and then that guy who pushed me was really cool, and that he uh, he hadn't done anything wrong. And then I said, where did you get this email address? And they said, don't worry about it. And then I said, no, seriously, where did you get this email address? And then they said, I'm not telling you. And I said, look, don't ever
0: contact me here again. And then they never did. Jesus. Maybe I've been lucky. All these years I've been hosting, I've yet to get slugged or uh, i mean there've been times where i thought it was close to getting slugged yeah. lord knows it's been it's been really close with me slugging people yeah right but or stalked in a oh well, you know what i've been stalked but usually just by girls and that's fine you know it's God, really it's a, a fine slug. line between dating and being stalked <laughs> especially so, so when you're like man, 29 are you, kidding you know me? And you don't oh, care I mean, anymore
1: sad. oh Oh, I'm one of the stupid creature, stupidest creatures on the planet. A 20-year-old in my 20s male. And I'm going to fucking get stalked.
0: Yeah, I know, right? You're an
1: amazing person, Ian.
0: Well, you actually gave me one of my uh, a life-affirming bit of, in, of uh, uh, advice. Or you, you correctly sized up a situation once where we were sitting on the front porch of my then house uh, on Lindale in Uptown with my then girlfriend and I said something bitchy about how you know how I don't get paid from doing drinking with Ian while my more than marginally attractive girlfriend was like half naked laying on me and you said something to the effect of like shut the fuck up you fucking asshole (laughs) and I was like you know what maybe I should take a moment in and really appreciate what I have because obviously I had not been while I was not getting paid I still had a I'm hanging out with my friends on my front porch getting drunk and my more than marginally attractive girlfriend at the time and my girlfriend now still more than marginally attractive uh-huh. um,
1: yeah. Yeah, oh yeah she's r- way more
0: yeah and Beautiful. I and, and it re- Gorgeous. and there's a handful of times where you really need to be set Smart. straight and that's when you did and that's when it happened for me. Because I was just going to just kind of like blithely think that I was just being taken advantage of by the world, but in fact, I had good things going for me, and you pointed that out to me, and I still kind of harken back to that sometimes. Right. You know? You know, oh, I o- you.
1: I often like to harken back yeah, to the doesn't? days
0: of yore. But let's harken forward. April 15th at the Liftbridge Brewery yeah. here in town. Uh, it is also going to be Chrismatic Day show up uh we got Coll- Colleen doyle justice nate abshire and mr isaac witty yes. our guest today uh chris Maddock, is going to be opening and closing the show good times guaranteed yep and you know the mayor and when i was coming here my girlfriend told me watch out for the cops um yeah, because we, Stillwater the cops around here are horrible if we get thrown yeah. in jail on the way back so I'm thinking about hitting the Cajun club with you after we're done we're doing that do I have to worry I mean since you know the mayor can we get off I uh, mean I don't mean get off at the at, you know you know yeah. I mean I'm sorry I overexplained a joke no. that I didn't mean to make
1: but uh no I mean I'll, I'll do what I can and I, I'm pretty sure we'll be okay and we could probably do a
0: lot more than just drink and drive do you have any do you do you know how to drive a stick yes good yeah. you seem drunker than I am though yeah when did yeah. you start today? Uh, 1977. Um, so, uh, Chris, um, people can find you on the internet at the TheChrisMatic yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Or uh, ChrisMatic.com. That's right. And and, the, uh, and he has an album out on stand-up records called Point of Entry. That's right. With a fascinating, with a very good DVD there along with it. Chris, thank you for coming out tonight or bringing me to Stillwater. Yet again, here we are at the American Legion post 48 here you just kiss.
1: let me kiss the hand of the one i love yeah
0: um and by the way i'm looking at the sign spring fever on the deck here at the american legion post 48 will be on sunday april 17th from 3 to 7 p.m they'll have live music and grilled chicken with baked beans and chips uh, this is a nice room um it's if you beautiful. can see the video that we're taking right now You can see the vision that there is. We're standing right in front of the Great Hall. We're sitting right in front of the Great Hall listening to Simon and Garfunkel. Um, It's a nice room. I recommend you check it out, and I'd like to thank them for not kicking us out today. And I'd also like to thank our sponsors. They are our friends, um, and they're awesome. First off, of course, FGC Creative. Um, We've recently gone into a really nice relationship with them. And they have a special deal for everyone listening. And I know for the last like several months, I've been talking about how they have a five-dollar deal, where you can get any shirt, known demand, or you can get you can get any shirt made for five bucks, which is a great deal. But FGC Creative just turned one, and uh, we're happy to help them celebrate their first year anniversary. Um, they're offering custom screen-printed t-shirts on the low, low price of $2.99 each, Chris Matic. Yeah. That's correct, just two ninety nine each. It's our way of saying thank you for uh, making their first year such a success, and it has been. Um, so all you have to do is go to FGCreative slash Dive Bar and get in on a very specific Dive Bar Mitzvah exclusive deal. But, yeah, I mean, they're great shirts. Uh, any Dive Bar Mitzvah shirt you get for me is made by them. Come on down to Triviasco on Tuesdays at Clubhouse Jaeger. Um, I will happily hook you up. Just ask me for them. I have them in the back of my car. They're made with uh, high-quality shirts, but yet again, 2 dollars low, low price. So go to fgccreative.com slash dive bar and get in on the deal. Last year, was the last one was the deal of the century. This is the deal of the motherfucking millennium. Take advantage of this. $2.99 each. Chris Maddox is going to get some shirts, aren't we all? All right, and also our friends at Pap's Blue Ribbon. Add extra flair to those leisure time activities. Put original Pabst Blue Ribbon in the picture. People of good taste naturally go for its old-time beer flavor. Original Pabst brewed as it was when it won the gold ribbon in 1893. Bam. So, next time, put yourself in the picture. Be happy together with Pabst Blue Ribbon. And the fine, fine folks over at Stand Up Records who released Chris's debut and presently only album, <laughs> Point of Entry. Um, and also, it has Rookie yeah. Mistake your dvd and they're free of charge stand-up records we like our comedy like we like our booze straight up and bitter check them out at standuprecords.com and also check out their roku channel if you have a roku go to the uh, channel store look up comedy go download their channel there's new stuff up there right now from doug stanhope and chad daniels it's coming up there right now this is an exclusive uh uh You're the first to know about it, is what I'm trying to say. It's exclusive. It's exclusively known by you this early. Anyway, we're going to a strip club after this. Fuck it, Chris. Shake my hand again here on a podcast. No one can see you. And we snap it. I'd like to thank everyone here. I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank Stillwater. I've fallen in love with this town now over 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 our conversation. Hey, everybody. My name is Ian. Thank you again for listening. I will see you next week. pa 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 pa